This is a Kirkendall Barrett presentation, darling. <laughs> Dad is dead. There is a dog. You bought strawberries. <laughs> Who do you think you are? You bought homemade bread? What are you, QAnon? What makes him happy? Uh, Not being in this movie? Not being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lifetime of Hallmark. Well, hello, everybody. It is your favorite day of the week. It is time for another another episode of A Lifetime of Hallmark, where we talk about movies on both Lifetime and the Hallmark Channel and try to make sense of them. I am Les Kirkendall Barrett. Hello, Jason Bowers. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett. And hello, Kurt Fitzpatrick. Hello, Les Kirkendall Barrett, and hello, Jason Bowers. And we are here. The holidays are in full swing. There are Christmas movies up the yin-yang. So we're we're like Hallmark heroines. We're very busy. Yeah, very. Busy. Kurt, you're very festive in your sweater there. I know. I'm wearing my Jack Skeleton. Is that his name? Skellington. Yeah, Jack Skellington. Skellington. I'm wearing a Jack Skellington sweater. With like polka dots. This evening. It's very oh, it's busy. Got, it's, yeah, it's very busy. Oh, I got some. I have some great stuff. I guess we can't. Our viewing audience can't see this, but I've got some other sweaters here. I got this one. What here. is that? A cat? The cat yeah, that's a glasses. cat. I love that. We could put this on our Instagram, I guess. So, yeah. so people can see it. And I've got this other one. This one has jingle bells. You can kind of hear it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, a cat. <laughs> the cat sweater. It's too. another cat. Yeah, another cat sweater. Yeah. <laughs> the cat dressed as an elf. <laughs> okay. We have to remember to put that on the Instagram so our, our listening audience can experience that. You're going to have to model them, Kurt. Have to take pictures, I know. Yeah, right. Dude, more stuff for me to do. Crazy I'll do it. Sweaters. <laughs> That's funny. Excellent. That's funny. Uh, this is the season. Yes. And it's cold here in California. Not as cold as I'm sure where you are, but it's cold to me. It's very cold, cold for California. What is it there? Like fifty five degrees? Uh the high today was like fifty one or two. It's pretty low. And and last night yeah. it was like thirty eight. Which is yes. very low for California. Mm. Oh, that is cold. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was in the, it was in the twenties here. That was the low. Uh huh. I'm actually yeah. I'm visiting New York this weekend. Oh, really? Are you oh. going to New York? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be there Exciting. for like three nights. I'm going to uh, get in Friday morning. I leave Monday morning. Oh. oh. Quick trip. Yeah, I know. Mm. I just bought cool. boots because I knew that it, there was potential of snow or rain. And I was like, I need boots with traction that are waterproof. Right. It's like bundle up, meet some men. Because I do like a man in New York. Yeah. I'm popular. Like a man there. You're popular in, in New yeah, York? I, it, it's like the hot in Cleveland theory, you know? I'm not from around there, so all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, what's this? This looks different than what we're used to. Oh, so what is it? What is it, busy in Brooklyn? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's exciting. I hope yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well. <laughs> well, I was so excited. I just watched a movie with the, all, with the greatest actor, our greatest living actor. Mr. Who? Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell, man. Okay, so what is his claim to fame? The Evil Look, Dead I movies. Was, 
Evil Dead movies. But see, I, see, the thing is, I was just thinking about this. Evil Dead 2 is, for me, is like one of the greatest movies ever made. It's fantastic. Like, I love it. I love Evil Dead 2. Have we all seen it? No. I have. Oh. And I oh. saw it before I saw Evil Dead 1. I did, too. And I also love Evil Dead, the, the, the Evil Dead. Yeah. But they're and the same Bruce movie. Campbell, see, I saw this during my formative years, and I and really, thinking about it, it was a big influence. Like I, Bruce Campbell was like the actor, the kind of actor I wanted to be. Oh watching these movies because he was just, he, he was amazing. I mean, you know, he's still great. Even, even this Hallmark movie where he's not keeping the Louisiana accent consistent, but still he was in a maniac cop. That was a great movie in the eighties. Um, yeah. See that. That's a good one. Um, he was in some of the, the Cohen brothers movies, some of the lesser, like lesser small parts. He did a movie called Bubba Hotep. Who? I've heard of that. Bubba one. Hotep. Bubba Hotep's a really good movie. And he's what is what is his Elvis and John F. Kennedy are still alive and they're but they're older and they're in like an old age home. And so he's Bruce Campbell's Elvis and JFK was Ossie Davis. And wait, they're but, wait, so th- is this like one of those like alternate history? Gummy, you ate a gummy and wrote a film type movies? No, it's so good. And they're fighting they're fighting like this um mummy this big this 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 mummy comes back to life so in answer to your question Les, yes what's that i said in answer to Les's question yes this is the kind of movie where someone ate a gummy and they wrote a movie i paid money and saw this in the theater i saw it at the angelica years ago and it was just i loved it so f- and you guys laugh at me for watching Days of Our Lives. Well, so wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me. That. I fall somewhere in the middle here. I have seen and love Evil Dead Two. I've not seen any of these other movies. And so Evil Dead Two, for if you don't know, is considered a horror classic. It's it's both a horror film and kind of a spoof slash love letter to them. Uh, and it was uh, directed by Sam Raimi, who went on to do like the Spider-Man movies. He just did um, Doctor Strange Bruce, this year, and puts Bruce, Bruce Campbell, Campbell in all of his movies. Yeah, uh, and yeah. Bruce starred in the Evil Dead. So the Evil Dead One was like a bit of a cult success. So they made a sequel, which is a much more successful cult success. Yeah, it's and it's now spawned more this. movies. There was a series on Netflix a few years ago. Uh, it, oh, it, it's it's the character is beloved if you're into genre stuff. So, so then, so then, this guy doing a Hallmark movie is a stretch for him. Well, here's the thing: Bruce Campbell's career it did start out, it did start kind of horror and indie, and then I guess like the '90s he did more mainstream stuff. He had he actually had a Fox show, uh, The Adventures of Briscoe County. It, it debuted the same time as X Files, but it didn't do as well as X Files. It only lasted like a season, or if that. And then he got to. Then he had a short mainstream movie career. He was in um, McHale's Navy, and he was in Serving Sarah, I think it is, with Matthew Perry. He was in some. He was in some like mainstream movies, and so now he kind of. Since then, it's been kind of a mix of things that he does. Uh-huh. And so it's not. It's not unusual that he would. That his career would take a sharp turn because that's what that's that, that's what's been happening for his his whole career he's kind so, of at the point now where he's famous for being bruce campbell sort of like eric roberts is famous for ah, being eric roberts so he's like a journeyman actor oh he's so much more though he's yeah, a cult I, I, hero we, we can't call him how dare you don't, don't, I don't call know who him he a journeyman is. actor <laughs> I, I can't believe I don't this know who he is. 
Why are oh, you, you insulted by that? I, I think that that's a good description. It's a guy that's been what? kicking around for a long time. A journeyman actor, you said? Yeah. Yeah, but he is as far as, okay in the in the realm of like a, as a physical actor. Now he's older now, but like in his younger years as a physical actor, he was he he was at the top of his game. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll give the movie a watch. Should I start with Evil Dead 2? I would. You, yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. Evil Dead 2 <laughs> is as bonkers as our best Lifetime movies are. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, okay. let's put it this way. He, there's literally a point in the movie where his hand becomes possessed, so he cuts <laughs> off his hand with a chainsaw, and then his own possessed hand is, like, chasing him around. Okay, I could, I could get into that. I can I can yeah, get into this. <laughs> they referenced this movie in um, High Fidelity. If I'm paraphrasing, there's, uh, well, there's some there's a scene in High Fidelity where because uh, Jack Black is working in the, the record store and he, he's he's talking to somebody and he says he goes, "What would you think of someone who never saw Evil Dead 2? And like Jack Black says, "I would feel really sorry for him." Now you know when it comes to High Fidelity, so it became a Hulu series for a while, starring Zoe Kravitz. Mm-hmm. So I saw Zoe Kravitz and Jake Lacey. So I've seen the TV Ooh. series, but I never saw the movie. I didn't know Jake Lacey was in it. I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did Jake not, Lacey was her boyfriend. Did not read. No, I read. I, I read the book. I think, and I saw the movie. I did not see the television program. I saw the movie with it was uh, John Cusack and Minnie Driver. I want to say. Uh, well, no, Jake I think Lacey's so. Hot as hell. No, Minnie Driver was in a gross point blank with him. That was. What I'm um, of. You're right. It was some of the ladies. I can't remember. Well, they reimagined it with Zoe Kravitz. And she okay. was the male role. So she was the Jack Black role. Well, uh, Jack Black, so she, was, was she the main role? Yeah. She was the main character? She was oh, John wasn't Cusack Jack Black, role. Yeah, okay. well, John she, Cusack. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and she had a bunch of dudes after her. Yeah. And she eats sushi in the bathtub while she's taking a bath. Well, maybe, ooh, maybe I'll watch it then. <laughs> I love your She's memory of this show, Les. She's all bad. <laughs> she no, did. Good. Well, that was what, one what of she my. That, she was in the bathtub. Sushi. She would eat like she had like a a tray, and so she'd eat sushi in the bathtub while she's taking a bath. Oh, good. I watched that then. That was one of my lockdown. Because remember, like during the height of the lockdown, when you'd find a series and watch it, just like all night, like start watching it at one in the morning and then finish it around like seven because there's nothing else to do. That was like one of those watches for me. Oh, okay. Hmm. You know, that, then I watched the Four Weddings and a Funeral series, which they turned That was a series? Yes, really? Mindy Kaling turned it into a series. It was very good. Oh. And Andy McDowell, it was Andy McDowell's daughter. Oh, okay. Not her, like the, her on-screen. Yeah, the her character's daughter. Had a daughter. Yeah, and it was, and the daughter was marrying Dermot Mulroney. It was very good. Hmm. Okay, so that's a good watch too. You know, I saw her one time in like a Who, rehearsal. I saw her in like a rehearsal studio. Was like, yeah. how are you? Hello there. And then I, and then I, I was there for another something else. I was there for on a. Audition, whatever. And I I impressed <laughs> I impressed the ladies at the audition of, of telling them the story about how Andy McDowell was in Greystoke 
the Tarzan movie, and they dubbed Glenn Close's voice. <laughs> I it's saw awful. that movie it's in awful. the theater. Almost been awful for her. I know. Well, Andy's doing fine. She's a Hallmark heroine. Yes. Yes, yeah, she's done well. Groundhog Day and um, Multiplicity and... She got to be in that rehearsal studio with me. It's been quite a run. Yeah. It's a run. Yeah. Neat. Uh, well, well, so that's good. Don't give me any Lotus uh, Lotus notes. Don't what, what? Don't give me any spoilers. You don't White want spoilers Lotus. on White Lotus. What about Black China? Oh. Yes. yes, I have some of that. Are you going to ask the question, Les? Oh, well, do we have any black China news? Doing a piece of China. 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 I'm talking China. The black China report. Here's Kurt Fitzpatrick. You mentioned White Lotus, and I started thinking about White Lotus because I loved it so much. Yeah, I, I, well, he seemed to not want any spoilers, so I was like, oh, a good way to move no, on from this is that. it's not white, it's black. Black China. Right. That's a good segue. They were supposed to show a unit on the White Lotus, but they did not. Well, uh, they've uh, shown several. Unit? They show units on there. Why didn't they get unit? They showed a unit. They showed several units. Yeah. Well, why do you think I'm watching it? I don't need to see it. I do. Well, you're gonna see it. Well, (laughs) you see more than one. They show units in like the last last couple episodes. They show unit in the in the season two uh, season premiere, uh, and then you see one later in the season from this like swarthy mobstery guy. Well, I don't. There's at least two. There might be three. Well, I didn't see it in the first one, so I must have looked away. Well, you're going to see one. So get ready. Steal steal yourself, Kurt, because you're going to see one. Steal myself? Like, you know, steal yourself. Like, you know, get just steely and brave because you're a unit. No, I don't don't need to see the unit, but it's a... That's a sexy show. But anyway, here we go. Black (laughs) China. Let's get down to what we're doing here. No, it is, man. It's a... Like a sexed up after watching that show. Everybody's yeah. getting it on in all different ways. You know I know. It's fantastic. Yes. Really? I mean, people are like, there's just levels of sex also, going they're on. on that like, show. They're on vacation at this amazing resort in Sicily. Who wouldn't be horny? And everything is gone. There's like old people getting on. There's like people paying for sex. There's people just like masturbating. There's, oh man. And, and this people is not a Molly. spoiler, but the sex even Don't gets, tell me. gets sexier. It gets sexed oh, up more. God. It much. does not let up. <laughs> man. All right. Oh, I got more to say about that, but let's go to Black China. I don't okay. know where this is from. I think this is from People Magazine. Um, I, I don't, it's just a, an ominous, it's msn.com. So Black China shares sweet sibling photos of daughter Dream and son King. Never a dull moment. Earlier this week, this is actually from about three weeks ago, <laughs> Black China 34 shared a series of sweet photos on Instagram of her two kids, daughter Dream 6 and son King Cairo 10, as the pair modeled identical outfits together from Fashion Nova. Dream, who's, whom China shares with ex Rob Kardashian and King, whom she shares with ex Tyga posed together in matching blue and white plaid shackets. I don't know what that is. Uh, blue jeans and white sneakers. In the first picture, King and Dream place their hands on their hips as they look at one another, while the second shot shows Dream perched on King's back. The kids each pose for cute individual p- uh, pictures as well. Never a dull moment uh, at Nova Kids and at Fashion Nova. China captioned uh, the post. Last month, China celebrated her 
her daughter with a sweet video on Instagram as she turns six years old. How do you feel? Are you turning six? China asked her daughter in the clip before playing a montage of photos and videos of Dream throughout her childhood. Happy sixth birthday to my beautiful daughter, Dream. Mommy loves you, she wrote. Uh, Kardashian also made sure that his daughter's birthday started out special. In photos he shared on an Instagram story, he showed a cute picture of his little girl eating a piece of toast with butter and colorful sprinkles on it to kick off her day. He then shared a picture of a beautiful balloon arch set up in the foyer of mom Chris Jenner's home, spelling out a happy birthday message to the six-year-old in a grid post. Kardashian celebrated his daughter as the sweetest and funniest girl. Daddy will always love you. Um, uh, uh, two blushing emoticons, four blue heart emoticons, and what looks like kind of like a fingers crossed, he added. And that's the end. Well, there you go. It looks like the parents are trying to out-birthday each other for the press. Oh, they absolutely are. The fact that it's in the press, the fact that the party's being held at Chris Jenner's house, it's, it's all for the cameras, always. Yeah. It was yeah. light on the Black China News this week. That was about, that's the only recent story that's out Well, there. it's Chris, it's the holidays. Yeah, yeah she takes off, I guess. I, I guess maybe publicists are on like vacation and stuff and that that's oh that's the no, reason no, no, why. no mark my words she's gonna have a racy black china outfit before the holidays are out it is only the 13th <laughs> we have on. 12 days oh man that white lotus show i can't i know we moved on to something else but well, you're the one uh, that said that you didn't want spoilers, was, and you keep bringing right. it back to that. We'll tell you what happened if you really want to know. It's, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Well, I'll do, the, right. I'll do the thing. Don't do it. <laughs> I love that theme. I love that theme. Is that someone really making those noises, or is that some kind of instrument? I think it's someone making No, it's, making it's like it's, it's all electronic. All I know is I cannot <laughs> well, wait. No, I you better not. I cannot wait season for season three. And they dropped an Easter egg, I think. I think there's an Evil Dead 2 Easter egg in this Hallmark movie. Oh, really? What? Really? I think, I, think, I think so. Will you point it out when we get there? Yes. Yeah, you got to wait, though. It's like all the way at the end. Okay. Well, okay. Let's, we let's get started. Okay. Um, so we start off Well, we with... should say that the movie... Is called My Southern Family Christmas on Hallmark. And we start off with We're in we Dallas. I did not oh. know we were in Dallas based on the skyline. I don't recognize no, I it. Know. I don't think it's a super recognizable people know what it looks like skyline. No. And I've never stopped in Dallas. I just drove through it. But if they showed South Fork, you'd recognize it. Only because it my, says the word South Fork on the gates of the ranch. True. My idol, J.R. Ewing, lived in Dallas. So, so, and then we see a magazine, and it's called Air Venture Magazine. And then we see the sassy lady on the phone, and she's just sassing it up on the phone, but she's not our heroine. Um, uh, our heroine is sitting next to her. And the boss is demanding stories. The boss was and hot, seen, by the way. Pardon? The boss is hot. Uh, we've seen we've seen the boss. Before. Yeah, he's been the lead. He wasn't the leading man in this one, but I actually was wondering, is like, oh, is he the the guy? Because he was right, in the movie so early I on. 
but he's but, barely in this one. But I wonder if it's kind of like, because, you know, like our friend Meredith Thomas, sometimes she'll have a big part. Sometimes she'll have a smaller part. It just kind of, you know, it just yeah. depends. Work oh, I'm sure. Or it was something like whoever was going to play that role got COVID and they called someone that they knew would be around last minute to do it. Right. Right. And the thing is, though, I found his character interesting because normally he plays like the nice guy. And in this character, he actually had like an attitude. Oh, yeah. He was the boss barking orders. Yeah. They were making this big deal out of planning their story, like stories out in advance. I'm like, well, that's kind of what you do in a magazine. You need to to map it out so you know what story you're going after for the issue. Right. Right. I didn't even catch when that it was a magazine. I don't know what they were up to. <laughs> I know they had something to do with stories. Yeah. But and it wasn't the, until later they said it was an airplane magazine. Yeah. Because they, they, they showed a picture of the magazine at the beginning. Like, they flashed yeah. it. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, I missed it. It's literally like one of those magazines you get when you're on a flight. <laughs> yeah. I like those those um those catalogs they'd have on flights where they had all that Sky wacky Mall. shit. I miss Sky Mall. They don't have that anymore. No, it's online now. It, it, they don't have the actual um, uh, paper magazines now. They'd have like they, they'd sell like a hot tub for a cat. <laughs> it's like <all> these <laughs> weird, just these weird things, and also like stuff you put out in your yard. It would be like I don't know, like a like a like a neon hail, uh, neon Virgin Mary that you could put on your the front mm-hmm. lawn. or It was just these really weird things. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so our heroine, Campbell, is worried. Bruce because... Campbell. Pardon? I just said Bruce Campbell. I oh, think, that, I think that was meta. I put that in my notes that, that her character name was a bit meta. I didn't get that. that okay. Because Campbell... Campbell's worried because she has no story ideas. And the boss is like, you better, like, rustle something up, lady. And and so she's trying to figure out what to do. She's like, I need a Christmas miracle. So then she goes home to visit her parents. And she's hanging out with her parents. And she gets this call from this woman named Jennifer. And Jennifer is like, I think I'm married to your father, which I was kind of like, huh? And then I was like, oh, okay, it's her, okay, it's her biological. But but I think that was confusing, confusing to us watching a Hallmark movie because you automatically assume that the parents have been together forever. Right, exactly. Did you recognize uh, Jennifer? No, who was Jennifer? Yeah, but I'm not happy that that's Moira Kelly. Oh, you've ever seen the cutting edge? She's from the cutting edge. I know who Moira Kelly is. And then then she was on the first season of the West Wing. I, wow. I know of the cutting edge. So, so the casting for this actually, so I guess we're like deep cuts. Yeah, for sure. Oh no. I remember she was in that movie with honors with where, with Brendan Fraser Fraser, and Joe Pesci. That Madonna did the song for. I'll remember. Madonna was in it? No, she did the no, song for it. Because the guy that directed her documentary, Truth or Dare, directed With Honors. Yes. Oh, and so oh, so Madonna did the song for With Honors. Yes, correct. Yes. Joe Pesci and, was like a homeless man who's at like starts hanging out hanging on Harvard. And Gore Vidal is in it. 
which is weird. And wasn't this one of those movies where the sound, this song became more popular than the movie? Yes. Probably. I forgot all about it. Well. Let's have her on. She's met, she's, she's known who, some interesting. Who, Madonna? Madonna? <laughs> no, yeah, Madonna. No, no, we don't have time for Madonna. We got to uh, talk about Mariah, Mariah, Mariah Carey, who's in this Mo- movie. Who's Moira in Kelly. Moira Kelly. <laughs> Mariah Carey. She was in this movie, The Cutting Edge, and she sings that all, all I know for Christmas is you. <laughs> all I know for Christmas all is I you. Know. Yeah, that's the title. <laughs> I know my pop culture. Hey, she's the queen of Christmas. Yeah. This is this is her time. How is it dare number one you? song in no, uh, 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 number, number one song right now in the country? I just is it I just love the fact that Mariah never has to work a day again in her life ever. Yeah, like I, I you know I'm sure that like Mariah like the Thanksgiving turkey comes out and then her eyes turn into dollar signs and she dreams of what she's gonna do with her millions that she rakes in for doing nothing for a month. <laughs> she stuffs the turkey with money just like hundred dollar bills right she's, that'll be our stuffing for tonight and she puts it in the oven she has like she has like a bath she like puts hundred dollar bills in a bathtub and like lays and rolls around in it because she, she should can. eat sushi in there right and, yeah and has sushi in there <laughs> Awesome. And then and then she looks at her ex-husband and she's like, Ugh, Nick, you're having another kid? Come on. <laughs> yeah, he needs to wrap that rascal. Wow, Hasn't right? Nick Cannon had like a child a month this past year? I have an advent calendar where each has a, <laughs> a, a, a kid. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny if Nick Cannon like just opens each little thing. Right, <laughs> and a baby pops out. <laughs> anyway, I love how we like we're on to Nick. <laughs> yeah, we, we gotta stay. Anyway, stay so, on track so, a little bit. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> so so anyway, so Campbell, um, you know, she gets this call. She's kind of freaked out, but then she starts going through like her because she and her parents are putting up like the Christmas tree decorations. And she finds box, and she asks her mom if she did. She she asked her mom if she could have the box, right? Or did she just take it? Well, she does she, have a habit of just taking things. I think she took it, but she said she was taking it. Why does my camera keep turning off? I don't know. And we're seeing this um, the, your AI image. Yeah. Yes. Um, Which I think you had the best AI images. Really? Thank you. Well, out of the people I saw, I liked yours the best. It over if over accentuated my hair and my cheekbones, so it made me look really hot. And the app did that, right? Yeah. No, that's on me. So you literally just put your picture in the app, and it like zooms you up. You have to put in like several photos, and then it doesn't just zooms you up. It decides like what images it's going to put you into, what scenarios it's going to put you into. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. I didn't have any desire to do it. Maybe I should try that app. But it's neat seeing other people's. Um, oh, what was I going to say? <laughs> anyway, so oh, so Campbell is going <laughs> through her box, and it's just stuff like which, like pictures from when she was a little kid and ornaments and ba da 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 And so then um, um, she calls the person back. She calls Jennifer back. And so... Um, 
Jennifer is in the kitchen with Bruce Campbell and Jennifer like steps outside to take the call. Mm -hmm. So you know that it's some deep shit. You know, when they step outside, it's like deep shit about to happen. Oh, yeah. Especially in a Hallmark. Jennifer slept here? Right. Greatest deception ever. I'm taking a phone call and I'm doing it out of earshot. So then we also find out. Okay, go ahead. I have to do a little research on something. Oh, no, because we found out that Jennifer wrote her a letter, too. Jennifer said she wrote her a letter and called her. She's been searching for her for a while. Yes. Okay, so here's what I wanted to say. Jennifer is, like, one of those names, like, people, like, women my age, like, so many of them are named Jennifer. Mm -hmm. Like, I would always meet these women named Jennifer, 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 Jennifer. I remember one time I I met this woman, her name was Jennifer, so I finally just, I opened up to her and I said, listen, there's a lot of you Jennifers in my age group. And she said, she said, yes, the reason for this is, and a Mariah, uh, Mariah Carey, or what her name is, Mariah Kelly, she would fit in this age range. No, maybe not. She Mariah was a older. She's older. Okay, so anyway, here's what she said. My, this, this woman said, Jennifer, she said, the movie Love Story came out in 1970, and the main character was named, Ali McGraw's character was named Jennifer. Oh. And she said, that's, that, she said that was the reason that she believed that was the reason why there were so many Jennifers and who were born in the early seventies. Love means never having to say you're sorry. That was from Love Story. And usually, once a name sort of takes hold of the public consciousness, it's around for a few years. Like my name, when the year I was born was the num- the number one boy's name that year. Right, and then you remember, oh, okay. you remember a couple of years ago there were a lot of Madisons. Yeah. Ashley Madison? Mm-hmm. Madison, like, you know, remember Madison was like, you know, the name. Madison. Okay. Mm-hmm. My name never caught on. Yeah, you know, there are not a lot of lesses out there. Your name didn't skyrocket in popularity when uh, WKRP was around, Les? No, that just made for annoying, annoying teasing and people thinking that they were the first ones to think of Les Nessman. That and Less is More, which I'm like, ugh. Have you heard about Less is More? It's like, yeah, idiot. Les Brown. And the world band Renowned or whatever, right? Yeah. And there was more than one Les Brown. Because there was also a motivational speaker, Les Brown, who was married to Gladys that's, Knight. That's what I'm talking about. But anyway, yes. Okay, here we go. Yes, people. If you if you say, have you ever heard less is more, I will laugh, but my inner monologue is calling you all sorts of names. <laughs> it's not less. Just so you not know. Not one of the names. <laughs> my inner monologue is going off on how stupid you are. <laughs> <laughs> And we can't see Jason anymore. Jason, I, are you still there? I keep turning my camera on, and it just shuts itself <laughs> off. I don't know what's going on with it, so I've just left it off. Behind the scenes of a lifetime right. of home. Our, myster- yeah. our mystery host. I'll turn on the other camera and see if that's... Uh, All right. Let's keep the show works. moving. <clears throat> keep the oh, act right, moving. There we go. Oh, that's oh, a anyway. different angle, though. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so... so um. Jennifer is like, the reason why I'm trying to get a hold of you is your father 
um, your biological father is gonna be the Père Noël, which is a big deal, in Ascension Parish. Now, guess who's from Ascension Parish? Guess whose family is from Ascension Parish? Parish, mine. Really? Oh. Yes. Yes. My my dad's from New York. Uh, my dad's from New Orleans, but like my grandparents and I uh, have a lot of relatives in Ascension Par- Parish. No, oh. because I've been in Louisiana with. Les Kirkendall Barrett. Yes, that's right. We were in New Orleans. I thought you were going to say you've been in Louisiana with Morgan Kelly. <laughs> no, I, don't know, I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, oh, <laughs> so, so so then... Um, is is the whole Para Noel thing as big of a deal there as they made it out to be in this movie? I've never been there for Christmas, but I'm sure... I bet it's even a bigger deal than they made it in the movie. <laughs> Because I, I I bet it's a much bigger deal, and I bet like there's probably like food galore, mm-hmm. and like you know, booze galore. I'm sure of it. Do we think they filmed any of this in Louisiana, or was this in Canada? Hmm, that's a good question yeah, too. I could look that up. Let's see. Because it did look Louisiana. It it did look like Louisiana. Did we really see a lot, though, outside? Other than you're, that one scene at the Paranoel ceremony? Right. You're sure, that's, you're right, actually. Hmm. It says here that it filmed outside of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Okay, so okay. it's okay. Cool. In a little shopping area called the Cajun Village. I guess maybe that was one little spot. Hmm. Okay. Yes, it said it was filmed in September... By Evergreen Films, the Cajun Village was located in Sorrento and Ascension Parish, as well as Celtic Studios in Baton Rouge. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, so, so yeah. So she finds out she has sisters. Um. The Jennifer's like, you know, you. Sh- I think it would be a good idea if you came, because he has things about his past that he feels bad about. And she kind of just left it. Like that, they kind of dance around that and never really say what it was. I think he was probably a drug addict. I think if we, if it were any other movie, they would have actually explicitly said it. And this movie, because it's Hallmark, it was probably in an original script and like, yeah, that's a little too much for Hallmark. Let's just hmm. not say it. And they kept on talking about how he went away, and I was thinking that was prison. They did use the phrase he went away, and they also said, uh, they, like, they kind of made it seem like he abandoned the family. So yeah. then that makes you wonder, well, like, were he and the biological mom, were they ever even married? Was she, you know, pregnant out of wedlock? So. Right. I, and were I'm they sure teenagers? Hallmark is, like, is like, okay, we're progressing, but, but you know, let's not get crazy. No. But next year, they they are showing people shooting up heroin. Yeah. But they did make it clear that he enveloped his unit with um, Campbell's mother, who was hot. Her mother was hot. Enveloped his unit? (laughs) And then then did you notice they kept on showing the commercial for the Jonathan Bennett movie? No. Yeah. Which I want to see that. 
Which what was like, it? Maybe I did watch a little bit of it. About like he fall, he he's supposed to go to Hawaii, but he gets stuck babysitting, and then this hot guy comes oh, to help yeah. him babysit. Yeah, and, huh. and and so the the hot guy you know helps him babysit, and they fall in love. Because no. Hallmark is like, I'm sure Hallmark is like, okay, we were out gayed by Lifetime last year. They out they out Hallmarked us and out gayed us in the same movie, so we need to step it up. That was two years ago, by the way. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, because the the uh, Hallmark movie that they did with oh. a gay character played by Jonathan Bennett, they did a sequel last year. Oh, by the house. That's yeah. right, the house, the Christmas house. Yeah. It was boring. Yeah. But this one actually looks kind of cute. It looks cute. So who's um, taking care of the kid? Well, those two are getting it on. He is. He is. That's not my problem. I'm not going to worry about that. I got enough on my mind. Gay and straight people can get it on while kids coexist in the same space. Are these little? Is it it a baby, or is it a kid that can? We haven't seen the movie, Kurt. We don't know. We don't know. All right, we'll we'll worry about it. We'll worry about it. I'm sure they're precocious kids because it it's once again Hallmark. Yeah. So it's either a cute little baby or a precocious six-year-old. Anyway, so um, Campbell is googling but they call it super search she's she's super searching her dad and then the next day she's late for work and she's late for work work and a meeting and she still has like the search on her laptop and so she's in the meeting and then the boss sees her laptop and is like hey this could be an idea you need to go to Louisiana. And then... She, and but then, he, doesn't, oh, he, he doesn't know that it's her... Uh, what she searched for is her biological dad. He just knows it's this idea of this para-Noel and this tradition there. Right. So he's like, you need to go to Louisiana. So she goes. And... Um, she, and her dad is Everett, Everett Bergeron. Yeah. Huh. So, well, oh, go ahead, Kurt. That sounds like the guy that was the host of Dancing with the Stars. What this was his name? Tom Bergeron. Oh, okay. Well, no, she explains this to her parents. No, I wasn't. I was wasn't sure if these were adopted parents, but but her dad. I guess it's like her adopted dad. He looks like he's about to cry. Well, he still loves her as his yeah. own child. Yeah. She's like, I'm getting ready. You, Dad, I'm going to the real thing. He was Aww. he was really cool about it because he basically said, like, your mom yeah. isn't thrilled about this, but she'll get there. He's like, I knew this day would come. I still love you. You're still my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> she said, and she says, no, you're not. I found my real dad. Just walks away. <laughs> now they're cool about it. I would have been upset. I'd be like, what are you? What are you doing? Where are you going? You know. So, but so, you know. So so then, she yeah. Um, so oh, where am I? I lost my note. Oh, so then she goes. She goes there. She goes and she meets up with Jennifer, and she and brings Jennifer, an empty suitcase. Yeah. 
You, you, you know my thing, my pet peeve of the the empty coffee cup thing that you see in right. these movies a lot. First of all, there were a ton of those in this movie. A ton of the carrying around a coffee cup with no weight to it. But then she shows up with a giant suitcase, and it's clear there's nothing in in it by the way she's carrying it. <laughs> So, so I like Jennifer because Jennifer's a little sneaky because Jennifer's like, so I'm not going to say anything. It's up to you. So we could either tell him that you're a reporter here on the story or you could tell him why you're here and I'll support you with whatever you decide to do. And then underhanded. And then she's like, and then we've set you up to stay at this cottage down the street with our friends and their grandson, which I was like, uh, that's going to be the boyfriend, the grandson. Yeah, I found Jennifer very sexually aggressive. How so? <laughs> sexually aggressive? Yeah, How so? I, I, I was thinking about this. Yeah. Didn't take me long to think about this. Well, for a couple of reasons. Do you want to know? Yes. Yes. Well, she sets up. Uh, she she sets up Campbell in this place. I think she got she gave her her own space so she could hook up with guys because she does kind of imply that. Uh-huh. How did she imply yeah, that? What did she say? There's a point where she's like, because when when a little later on, Campbell starts talking to a guy, and she and she says something. Jennifer says, "Well, that's why I got her her own space." Oh, okay. Because <laughs> there's going to be some um, unit enveloping. <laughs> I also heard, I've heard this as a theory, don't send any letters, but I've heard that when a man and woman have sex, <laughs> uh, if the Where woman is, is more aggressive and they're, when they're conceiving, then, they're, then they'll have a daughter. If the man is more of like the aggressor, then they have a son. Now, they have all daughters. He has all daughters, <laughs> which tells me that he's, quite sexually submissive and she is the aggressor this is sexually aggressive this is an insane theory yes it's a rather (laughs) offensive theory but being quite honest yes i I guess yeah maybe i shouldn't have brought it up (laughs) (laughs) well i didn't say i don't agree with this i just I've heard that as a theory. Somebody, like, where are you hearing this kind of theory? I was doing extra work on a show, and one extra. of the other extras, <laughs> one of the other extras, he he told everybody sitting at the table this. This is how QAnon theories start. <laughs> <laughs> what movie was it? He has a couple of kids, and he said that's what how things went down. What what movie was this? It was the blacklist, but it has nothing to do with the actual <laughs> show. No, we, we were working. We were in the holding area. <laughs> oh, so so we can cut that out if if, if you want. If it gets uh, <laughs> oh no no fun. keep keep it. It's a fun <laughs> conversation. I just I think the theory is bullshit. I understand it could be a little offensive. It could be taken the wrong way. And yes, the theory is. Sounds like a wife, a wife's tale. Oh, keep it in. <laughs> a wife's tale. I don't know if the wives are into it. Maybe, That's what maybe. the sexually aggressive woman said. Keep it in. Right? Yeah. Well, hey, yo, woman. I'm just breaking down the patriarchy with this stuff. All right, here we go. Oh, so, so, so the, the family, and this never went anywhere. The family, Jennifer, they had a lot of nutcrackers. Remember they had like a, a magical yeah. of nutcrackers? 
I saw I this know. back to back. Like I saw this one night, and the next night I went and saw that movie, um, uh, Violent Night. How oh, is cool. that movie? It's very violent. Is it uh, good? Because the Santa is hot. It's called Violent Night. Well, the Santa is David Harbour from Stranger <clears throat> Things. Because I wanted to just to go see it for the hot Santa. So he's he's fantastic in it. The movie itself is, I thought it was mediocre. I enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. uh, it really good action, a fun, if, if super absurd premise. Did uh, Santa hook up? Uh, no. No, but Santa's a badass and like beats the shit out of everyone. And there is a scene involving nutcrackers in that movie. That's so oh. I saw these back to back. When I saw the nutcrackers, I'm like, didn't I just watch it was like, oh, that was a different movie I watched last night. I because I do want to see that movie. Because I like the commercial where she's like, and what do we call you? And he's like, Santa Claus. Sound <laughs> like Wazamo's in it, right? He is, yeah. And Beverly yeah. D'Angelo. Beverly, oh really? Oh, now who's Beverly D'Angelo in this? Movie? She plays the matriarch of this very rich family, okay. and and this family, everyone in this family are just the biggest assholes, and she's like at the top of the food chain. Okay, I want to see this movie now, Jason. You just sold this movie. Okay, it is not like Hallmark, that's for sure. By the way, did everybody pay their SAG dues on time for I screeners? Did. I did. Yes. Yeah. I paid it yesterday. I was like, oh, shit. I got to pay the SAG dues. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so so then. Um, oh, so the stepmom. So so uh, so the stepmom, like Jennifer said, Jennifer's like, you can either you can either tell him the truth or you can say that you're writing the article. I will support you with whatever you say. And so. Mm. The dad shows up, Everett shows up, and she gets, uh, Campbell gets really nervous, so she says that she's a reporter. And so her thing is, you know, I want to get to know you and your family since you're the Paranoel, and so this is just going to be a piece on you and and what it takes to be a Paranoel and what your family life is like. Should we explain a little bit what a Paranoel is to anyone that doesn't know? Like, Go you, for it, you, Jason. As I understood it, it was just like the the community would decide on a person that's kind of their Santa-like figurehead. But I didn't get if it was Santa or not. I didn't know if you had any insight in that having ties to the area. Uh, no, I that I don't know. Um, but he was also kind of like the dad of the town. Ta- like, yeah. he was supposed to be like the caretaker of the town, like the dad of the town. Yeah. Um, he was an yeah. authority, a, a beloved authority figure. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's, it's and it's a big honor. It was a big honor to do that, which is why Jennifer tracked her down. Right. So, 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 oh, so, oh, so the family in typical Hallmark fashion has their own business and this family runs a meat pie business yeah meat pie which does does meat pies looked amazing i thought they were samosas or is that the same thing or like empanadas kind of but um yeah they do look like empanadas actually so so she meets her she meets her sisters 
And, you know, there's a little precocious sister, and then there's the teenage sister with the bad attitude, but it's a Hallmark bad attitude, so it's not really a bad attitude. Yeah. Like, if it was a lifetime bad attitude, she'd be sleeping with men and, you know, sneaking out of the house. But this is the Hallmark bad attitude. Mary so Margaret. <laughs> Amelia. Amelia was the... Was the, 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 the uh, Little one. And at one point, the mother, as she like, reprimands Mary, she said, Mary Margaret. Amelia gets really excited when she finds out that Campbell works for the magazine that they give away with the bags of peanuts on airplanes. Right. <laughs> this kid's travel. Oh, and then Mar- Mary Margaret was also a content creator. She's a content creator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and so... So then they go around the town and Campbell is taking pictures and they go on like a meat pie delivery and she starts asking questions about his daughters and then she shows the kids. So she takes a liking to the kids and the kids take a liking to her. So she then is like, oh, you know, I'm a travel writer, which I didn't realize she was a travel writer until right then. I didn't either. I learned as I went along. And then she, you know, and then she, she takes, she's also a photographer as well. So she's teaching the girls how to use a camera. And um, then, oh, so, so then she's walking around and she bumps into, she literally bumps into a nerd. But he was a like nerd. a nerd. He was like a Clark Kent. Oh, 1,000% my type. Yeah, like, because total, oh, yeah. yeah. total Clark Kent nerd. Yeah. Like, I have a thing for, I, for guys in glasses, and my friend Brad calls it my Rick Moranis fetish. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll see, like, I'll see someone in glasses and be like, ah, it's Rick Moranis. I'm like, I'm not into Rick Moranis that way. That's funny. <laughs> I can see Brad saying that, too. That's funny. Cause yeah, but this guy was like totally like it was a Clark Kent thing. Like if you know if you take his glasses off, he'd be totally hot. Oh yeah. But he had like the right the right amount of stubble. Like he was working it. So. Well, he, oh, we find out that he's the son of the retiring Para Noel. Right. That, where, and where she stands, she yeah. He's the son of the people where she stands. Yeah. And so. So then his they, name is his Jackson Wallace. Well, it is his name. It's Jackson Shepard. <laughs> is it Jackson Shepard? Yeah. Why do I have Jackson Wallace? It's, yeah, it is Shepard. Oh, where I got Wallace from? So 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 they they're at so then they end up at this huge party. One thing I like about this this movie and these people, they love to drink. This family loved to drink. <laughs> Yeah, and meanwhile, the f- father, that was probably like his, his issues. He probably had like alcohol issues and it's all <laughs> well, been fueled back into his life. They're all drinking. So, so they, they got to get through it somehow. So they go to the party, they go to this big, huge party. And, oh, and it was like, it, actually, it was their delivery. They, they delivered to this party and stayed at the party. Yeah. Yeah. Were they supposed to do that or they just. Well, I think. It, once they're in, they're not leaving. Well, well, one of the things, though, that I do know about Louisiana from my experience there is Louisiana is a very friendly place. 
and they love a party there. Well, and also, and not- these are all holiday parties. This is the family that caters all the holiday parties. It also happens to be the family where the dad is going to be the, the town's paranoel. Oh, that's so they're true. Like, oh, and then so we find out that the mayor is his best friend. The mayor who's and- been in a bunch of these movies before. We've seen him yeah. before. Yeah. We've seen him a lot. He was the mayor with the cookies. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So he always plays that's the right. mayor pretty much. He's the mayor, yeah. Well, there's like one black person in the whole town, and they always the make mayor. him the mayor. But when, it, when the one black person moves to the town, they say, we're going to make you the mayor. <laughs> like, that's fine in most Hallmark movies. That my, uh, it, it was pointed out to me for a, a movie set in Louisiana – there were other than the mayor. There were no black people in this movie. Like there were none. like there, like you like couldn't none. hire some black extras, really. And like yeah. in Louisiana, and I don't care where you go in Louisiana, it's like fifty fifty. <laughs> it's literally fifty yeah. fifty. That's why well, I had wondered no. if this was filmed in Canada because I was like, where are the black people? And then oh, and not only that. The black, you know, Louisiana, and I've experienced this myself, the black people are probably related to a lot of the white people. Because <laughs> that's prevalent there, too. Yeah. Um, so, oh, so then the mayor's like, well, you need to meet Jackson Shepard, because he's the town historian. And it's the nerd. It's the hot nerd. So, I guess... One of the things that I didn't get, they were supposed to be bantering, but it didn't seem like banter to me. Oh, you mean uh, Campbell and and um, Jackson? Yeah, like no, it seemed like they liked each other. Their relationship was so shoehorned into this movie because it was not the central story of this movie at all. And I'm jumping a little bit ahead here, but they go from zero to sixty on their relationship to one another so fast. It comes out of nowhere. Now, and I mentioned this when I was messaging you guys, but what I liked about this movie is the heroine was not our regular cookie-cutter heroine. No, she was a... Like, normally you have these very, very ultra-thin soap stars that will do these things, and this, is, this was a, a curvier woman. She looked and, real. And the guy was hot, but he was like nerdy. So he wasn't our our normal hero of yeah. the movie either. And I kind of, so and I really liked that though. Yeah. Like, you know, they were just two two average looking people. I haven't seen the actress that played Campbell before, but she was very good. Maybe she's one of the yeah, new because you know could. how they're bringing in like a whole new a new crop. Mm-hmm. To to, yeah. to cover for the for the people that that jumped shit to go to GL, GAC, mm-hmm. which by the way I read that article that I sent you guys where Hallmark is beating GAC's oh, ass on, <laughs> on Hallmark's worst day. GAC is still getting like a hundredth of the audience. And the thing is that's pissing me off too is the actors that they jump ship and then make you know a total like veiled homophobic speech on their way out. Anyway, let's not give them any time. <laughs> Indeed. Um. But yeah, so I but I did but I like so maybe this is the, the direction that Hallmark 
is going in as well. It's paying off for them. They, they're still doing gangbusters with viewers uh, and, and seemingly not facing backlash for some of the more progressive-ish moves they've made. Uh-huh. Right. Um, oh, so, oh so, 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 so Jackson is the keeper of all the town records. So he knows everything about everybody in the town and has files and all the shit. And so the, so the mayor is talking to the stepmom, to Jennifer, and they're both like, hmm, they like each other. Um, oh, so then later, Jennifer is talking to Campbell, and she's telling Campbell how when she first met Everett, the dad, he was in a very dark place. Again, and, sort of alluding to what was it? Did he kill a yeah. guy? Yeah, I'm wondering, you're like, was it yeah, cocaine? Did he spend some time in jail? Was it, yeah. jail? Was it jail? Maybe. Oh, so, he may have been in jail with the mayor. No, yeah, that's right, because they were best friends, and they were both in a dark place together, because the mayor they, did the same thing. They shared a cell where they made wine in the toilet. Oh, and my that's God. how that's how he got interested in the culinary business. Like Shawshank? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder what Hallmark Jail would be like. How could you be so obtuse? It would, it would like, you know, have the, the regular jail cell bars, but it would have extensive Christmas decorations. Right. Yeah. You would, right. The police uniform would be on, flannel. You put a shiv on a tree. Yeah. <laughs> and all the pers- what an ornament. And all the prisoners would look like male models. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so then she calls her, she calls her mom back in Dallas and they're talking and um, the mom's like, Oh, so you still haven't told him yet. Uh, just, you know, do it in your own time. I, and I just want you to be safe. And the mom was seemed like she'd taken it pretty well on the phone, on the, the Skype call. What if the mom still had the hots for him kind of, she's like, mm, is he still looking good? The mom was pretty sexy, actually. I yeah. thought she's like, "What does he smell like these days, Mom?" <laughs> does he still smell like cilantro? I don't know that this should fully fall to the mom, but I did think it was a little shitty that Campbell is gonna have to sort of out herself to her biological dad. Like the mom could have reached out to. Uh, Everett and said, Hey, your daughter like knows about you and she's going to touch base at some point. Right. Well, the, the, the one thing that like kind of bugged me through the whole thing is the fact that he did not recognize his daughter and did not even yeah. have like a weird sort of a feeling. Yeah. I, I thought for yeah. sure they would at least have that beat of like the cocked head of, huh? Why do I know you? Yeah. Or, like, some kind of vibe or some kind of energy, you know, that, like, you know, I've taken a liking to you as a, yeah, in a daughterly yeah. way. Like, you know, in a daughterly way. <laughs> or even, like, that line of dialogue where you find out that they have something really specifically weird in common. Right. It's also just seemed odd that she was doing such an extensive interview with him. Like, yeah, like she's writing For, a, like, like she's writing a book well, on him. Like, they're... For a magazine that they literally put on airplanes as an excuse to sell ads. Right. 
I'm right. excited to write an 800 page biography on you. She, she's like, rivaling John Adams I'm biography. A journalist. I have journalistic integrity. I yeah, she wasn't getting a whole lot of info. She really wasn't getting a lot of info. Every time she, she started asking questions, something was she get interrupted and right. be like helping them out in their meat pie truck. She took pictures more than anything else. They made her work. They sure did. They they sure did. They're like, get get into the food truck, honey. You've got She's meat gonna pies. You've got meat pies to sell. I got a job now. Right. Oh, so then Jackson is showing her around and mm. Oh, and then they, they and then they go to like a, a a tree lighting ceremony and he Everett sees Campbell and so he invites her over to put the first ornament on the tree. So he does like include her in a lot of stuff. Okay, he does include her in stuff though. He does make an effort to include her in things. Um, oh, oh. So yeah. then, oh, then Everett made Campbell like his honorary assistant of the Père Noël. So then they show him, uh, so like he's telling stories to little kids, like a little Christmas story, and she's taking pictures of that. And then, oh, and then he gives her the book after he reads the story, and then. Um, they go back into the office, and so Jackson is giving her files just about Everett, and Campbell sees one of the files, and she steals it. Yeah. Oh, now, man. Kurt, you had an issue with this? I did. That she's a thief? But... Well, was... yeah, I did say she was a thief, yeah. Yes. But she was snooping. Not very well because he knew right away that she stole this file. Yeah, true. She did get busted. She was a bad. She was a bad snooper. It was. And he held his. Yeah. It was weird that in 2022 that the it was paper files that right. you could just send her a PDF. Right. They had to have one of those scenes you always see where she where she plugs in. She distracts him and then she plugs in like a jump drive and you see it's yeah. going to the 100. Yeah, yeah. Like That's percent like, 75. <laughs> That's that's like it's hundred. Yeah, that, that's lifetime where the woman sneaks in in her black hoodie in the middle of the night and the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Drive and the person's entire life is on this yeah. drive. And, and the and the monitor for the computer is like a jumbotron screen, so right. <laughs> the entire neighborhood can see that it's loading, loading, loading files. Right, and then she puts the big giant camera in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so so then they're in. She's oh, so then um, Campbell's in the local coffee house and she's working, and um, then we find out that Everett is also a counselor as well. Like he counsels kids, or or kids in trouble. Now he was he was he was counseling some old dude. Oh, that's right, that's right. Because he was he was counseling. There's people that go through hard times. Yeah. Yeah. So then Everett shows up, gives her a meat pie. They, they go. They go, for, they go for a walk. <laughs> he shows her this thing that they're going to turn into a sled. <laughs> what was that? 
They're going to turn something into a sled? They should make a sled out of a meat pie. They're going to make a sled out of a meat pie? I think they should. So so then... So then Edward talks to her, and he's like, he does like her, and so he's including her in on their family stuff, because he does like her. Oh. Okay. So... Oh so, oh, so then they're near the bayou, and Campbell almost falls in, and he saves her. And, um, oh, so then, for some weird reason, Campbell's like, can I have a sleepover with your daughters? No, the, the parents had to go out for something, or offered something, and they're like, oh, we can't leave the girls, and Campbell offered to stay um, with them. Mary Margaret is old enough to babysit. Absolutely, and that town is small enough where they know everyone. Right. Parents had to work. They Mary Margaret was like do. 15. Mary Margaret did not need a babysitter. No, not at all. Mary Harvey. Um, no, yeah, so she hangs out with them. And they have an icing fight, yeah. and you know I yes. don't like food fights. Oh, they were committed true. to it, though. Yeah, yeah, but they weren't really committed to it. They they got like one little piece of icing they they threw. That's they right. didn't so want to were make you a mess offended? Set. Were you offended since it was like stuff that goes on cake? Did that offend you that they were throwing it? Wasteful. Take it easy there. I, no, I, I I don't think they, they committed to it. I don't think they committed to it. <laughs> I don't like when they start throwing good, food a, around. That's actually a good point that Hallmark likes to put things like food fights in the script. But I bet they're kind of a pain in the ass to film because you oh, really yeah. only get so many takes. And then if it's screwed up, then you've got to clean everything up and start all over again. And clean yeah. that person up. Yeah. So there's one little tiny piece of icing they threw. Yeah. That's what they did. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that icing fight so fun? Oh, so then, Mar- icing at me. so then Mary Margaret had an attitude because she was like – Everything was uncool, and and Campbell's like, you know, it, it's okay to like things, you know. It doesn't make. What does she it think? Oh, she thought photography wasn't cool. Yeah, and and Campbell's like, look, I make my living doing this, so yeah. so shut she up, that, kid. She thinks that Ansel Adams is a real dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> so the parents come home. And the girls are all asleep on the couch. And then the next day, Jackson goes up to Campbell and says, look, the jig is up. I know who you are. And she's like, well, how did you know? And he's like, because you stole file and Kurt Fitzpatrick was not happy about it. And the file you stole was a file about his past. And so I know that you're his daughter. And also, there was frosting on the file, so I, and that means you had an icing fight. I'm not happy. Right. You wrecked my paper files. I got name-checked in this movie, so perhaps now my name will become a popular baby name. Kurt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback. Just to, for all you people who fast-forward to the beginning of the show. Because then I'm sure that callback. happens. Well, they it's, might. They might want to get to the get to the movie. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Oh, oh, so then, but what I liked about Jackson though is Jackson like is like, I know you're his daughter, and I did some internet digging. And so I was like, good for you, snooping. 
because y'all know how I like snooping. So he, Google. So he snooped and like found Super out some stuff. And then Campbell is like, you know, I want to know the truth about him, but I'm scared at the same time. So, so then they go talking to the mayor, and the mayor Wait, gives them actually, the history. Actually, th- this brings up a very huge hole in the writing of this movie, is that this <laughs> woman is technically a journalist. Yes. Yet... She isn't able to find any information on her biological father before she goes there and meets him. She looked on Facebook. Oh well, that's yeah. Just stop right there. <laughs> She's a regular right. Bob Woodward. <laughs> um. <laughs> but uh, but if Bob Woodward forgot his login to Facebook, right. <laughs> He's an investigative journalist. Oh, so then they're talking to the mayor, and the mayor is like, well, you know, Everett's come a long way because we've been friends since we were kids, and there was something inside of him that was – he was a broken person, and I was a broken person too, and we helped him. Okay, I'll let that go. What? Something was inside of him, but I was going to say I was going to let that go. Well – When he was giving this speech, I did have for a split second a thought of, were the mayor and Everett romantically involved? Oh, we'll see. That's why I said something was inside of him, but I'm trying to behave myself now because I think I'm already in trouble for for (laughs) (laughs) taking a ditch here. That's all right. Oh, and then we also find out (laughs) from the mayor that he was initially going to turn, Everett was going to turn the Paranoel gig down. Because he didn't feel he didn't feel like he deserved it, and yep. so so then they go to the food. Because then we well, find out that the family owns a food truck, which we didn't know until just now. Which and family owns a food truck? Everett. No, we knew that before now. Oh, I okay. I didn't. Know I don't know that. if oh, I okay. knew. Like I said, I was learning as I went along. But we uh, we also find out from the mayor that Everett went away, uh, and that's when he went and and had uh, who turned out to be Campbell, uh, and then he came back to the town when his dad got sick and passed away. I see dead people, right? <clears throat> and he, so they're like, and he inherited old lady uh, something's recipes, Robert Robert's recipes. And that's how he ended up uh, starting the, the, the meat pie business. Hmm. Which grew and grew and grew, and then he became a mogul of meat pies. <laughs> nice, a meat, a meat mogul. So, so, so they somehow, when they go to the food truck, oh, uh, Jackson tricks Campbell into basically going and working in the food truck. Mm-hmm. She's working. And so they're working, then Jennifer walks up, and I like Jennifer too, because Jennifer looks at Jackson and she's like, you know, don't you? And Jackson's like, yeah, I know. And then Jennifer's like, I'm glad I have someone to talk to about this now, because it was driving me crazy that I had to keep the secret. And then Jennifer asks Jackson to help him out. And so... What was this next thing in my notes? 
oh, then Everett like teaches Campbell about the meat pies. Mm-hmm. And oh, and then she goes to meat pie making boot camp. Now, what did you think about that? It uh, it's arduous. Yeah, <laughs> it's time filler. <laughs> There's a secret ingredient that she's not allowed to have. Right. But she had to, she had to avert her eyes while he was using it. Yeah. It's cocaine. Right. The meat pies have cocaine. That's why everybody's so happy in this town. I learned about it during my dark days. That the we don't meat talk pie, about. Right. The meat pies have sport in life. Because remember, did you, did you ever see Porgy and Bess? And they had sport no. in life. I've never What's seen that? It. Porgy and Bess. It was a musical. Oh, I'm not familiar with that. And, and they had sport in life, and sport in life was cocaine. Oh, uh, I know that's the show that go. I get no kick from cocaine. No, Porgy and Bess was summertime and the living is easy. Oh, well, <laughs> from the Sublime song. <laughs> I want to see with you in it though. Who Porgy and Bess? Yeah, I I do Porgy and Bess. I'd be in that. Right. Oh, 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 oh. So there. then, so, so then she's talking. You've got to build an audience, too. Right. Oh, for Porgy and Bass? Yeah, because I'm going to buy a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, so then we're talking, she's talking to Everett, and Everett is talking about how he is taking the Paranoel job seriously and he does want to be like a father figure to the town and then he talks about how he had a bad home life well he starts to tell her that he had a bad home life but then jennifer comes home and he kind of pipes down and then campbell then calls her mom back in dallas and she's like okay so why did he leave and the mom says, well, he just wasn't ready to be a father. And he basically disappeared on them. He's a deadbeat dad. Yes. Dead um, by dawn. And, um, and then. Dead so, by dawn. <laughs> oh, I guess so, he even did too. So, so Campbell is t- telling her mom that Everett is being a little cagey and the mom is like, well, why don't you just tell him that you're his daughter and he will probably share with you what was going on. And she still says, you know, she doesn't say anything, but she then overhears Jennifer and Everett in a fight. Yeah, because she leaves. Like, she's got to leave, and she's just walking back. Then she, then she hears them running out, so she hides behind a bush. Very good. Very good. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to hide behind a bush and eavesdrop. So she's hiding behind a bush, and then he gives this monologue about how he, when she was a kid, he did feel bad about leaving her, and he wanted to get to know her. So he went to her school pageant, but at the end of the pageant, he saw her and her stepdad, and her stepdad brought her roses, and the family looked happy, and he didn't want to disturb that. And so he just backed yeah, up. But that probably wasn't the best way to approach your daughter. You don't – I mean, okay, it's in public, <laughs> but you don't 
you don't just like walk up to her at the Christmas pageant, you know? Yeah. Hey, I haven't seen you in several years and you barely know me, but I'm here's a daddy. meat pie. Right. Hey, I'm your, I'm your dad. Let's go in my car and we go for a ride and I could talk about it some more. No. <laughs> oh, so, Not so, a good the, idea. so then the next part, they're at one of the big parties and she is supposed to be taking pictures and she's like, she put the girls to work. She's like, here's my camera. Go take some pictures. Everybody's be put to work in this movie. And then Jackson. What's about up. the pratfuls of, uh, of um, outsourcing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's chi- it was child labor too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gig economy here. This is like and, a work. <laughs> okay. Anyway. And, and so, <laughs> so quiet. then, so they, she and Jackson start slow dancing and Ooh. she asks, basically, basically, in that nutshell, she was like, you're a pretty smart guy, and you got it going on. Why are you stuck here in this town? Which basically was the gist of her question. Yeah. And he said he was sticking around to help his family out. And she was like, well, don't you want more for yourself? Why don't you think about yourself? instead of wasting your life here in this town, which I thought was very progressive for a Hallmark movie mm-hmm. because normally it's give up your life and move to the town. And she's like, you need to get your ass out of this town right. <laughs> before it's too late. Was this the scene where they were dancing to Old Lang Syne? Yes. And then even though it was even Christmas yet. Not even Christmas, much less New Year's. So they're dancing to Old Lang Syne. And they're having this heart-to-heart conversation, and then they kiss. Yes, out of like, nowhere. I'm like, ooh, Hallmark. They're like, there's a new sheriff in town. We are not waiting until the well, end to have kissing anymore. I just thought it was unusual because these characters had not connected on a romantic level at all until this moment. And it wasn't even like there was tension where it felt like, oh, we need to kiss. It was just like they did it. It was like it was in the script, so they did it, but it didn't feel earned. And she went for it. She was the one that went for it, too. Well, Kurt thinks she's aggressive. Oh, no, wait, that's Jennifer. Jennifer. Her her stepmom. Yes, the mother was aggressive. Her her stepmom is aggressive. Stepmom is Campbell is, too. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Campbell, Campbell, well, better like, be careful. I am a modern woman. I'm offended. I am a modern woman. I am a city gal, <laughs> and I go for what I want. I am a career gal. I go for no, what I want. No, I'm not offended. I, I, I don't mind an you know, aggressive woman like that. But then, but then the sisters showed up to cock block, though. <laughs> well, that I don't like. I don't either. No. At least we're on the same page about that. And, and then they did this whole nope, routine. Then they did this whole routine where they called out the alligators. Real alligators? I get or Santa's alligators, because Santa had alligators. Oh. Okay. And then I paused, then I paused the movie quickly because I'm like, this movie is looking like it's almost over and she still hasn't told him yet. Well, then they get some like some like uh, voodoo uh, witch ritual. They start Burning crosses and not things, crosses. Things <laughs> took a dark <laughs> oh turn. You imagine? The, but as they were doing this ceremony, again, they just kissed. 
And the next scene is they're like what, calling out the Gators and stuff. Jackson and Campbell are holding hands like they're a couple that's been together for a while. She's like, I'm a modern woman. We've all I'm had some modern nights. <laughs> Maybe if I'm really drunk, that'll happen. But otherwise, no. She's like, I'm a modern woman. He's hot. He's from the country, so he hasn't been jaded yet. I am going to nab this one. Because you know, city guys are jaded. So, oh, so so then, there. Then they do like the Père Noël toast, and then someone calls Everett the ultimate father figure. Oh, and then oh, then someone came up and was like, "Let's take a family picture," but since nobody knew that she was the daughter, they kind of shoot her out of the picture. She was so close too. If she had like just just said it, she could have been in that photo. Right. Hey, that photo crew that looked like the it was an Asian woman, a black woman, and a white woman. Because it's the old Hallmark. They're like, no, we're not doing this. Oh, there was they a black called, woman. There was another black woman in the sound for sure. They called Jesse Jackson. They said, "Get some of that Rainbow Coalition over here." They're we like, this is, they're like, <laughs> we this is people. the new Hallmark. Fuck you, GAC. We're gonna show. All the people in the world. What was the Rainbow Coalition? I remember because I remember in college I was sitting at a table and everybody was like it was all different ethnic group and one guy said, "Hey, this is like the Rainbow Coalition." But it was it like was it was Jesse, Jesse Jackson. Jackson's group. Yeah, yeah. I saw Jesse Jackson one time. I came out of an elevator. The elevator opened up and there's Jesse Jackson. And I didn't even know what to do. I just said, uh, "Hi, Mister." Like I, I should have said Reverend, but I said, "Hi, oh, hi, Mister Jackson." And he's like, uh, "How you doing, brother?" Oh, well, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> oh so then Campbell so after everything and all the stories that Campbell heard this was the one that upset her and she stormed out what was that uh, the picture oh that yeah yeah she got upset about that and so so she Going leaves home. but then she comes back with presents. And which they did pre- explain, which I thought was ridiculous that she all of a sudden she got these presents, but they said the, the store was open at 2 a.m. Well, it is, no, well, it is, it is Louisiana. If you go to New Orleans, if you go to New Orleans, that's actually realistic. Yeah. So, was it, what, has Jackson told Campbell that he loves her yet? Because the, the next scene with the two of them together, he he says he loves her. Like, you guys haven't even been on a date yet. There's been no on-ramp to this relationship in this movie. Yeah, you haven't even checked out the goods yet. Either Neither one of you. You might not like her meat pie. No. Right. She might, not like your, she might not like your envelope. Yeah. No. Or your unit. She, she might not it. like your yeah, unit. Your, your unit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got you to gotta figure those things out. Mm, well, something may have happened. They were up all night. True. Well, they, they were, were gift wrapping. They were doing all of the coke that Everett had stashed away in the house from his his uh, youth. <laughs> so, so then, so oh, so she gives her, so she gives Mary Margaret a camera. This is a lot like the White Lotus. She gives Mary <laughs> Margaret a camera, and then she turns to Everett, and she's like, "I'm your daughter. Here's your now, gift." Now, here's the so he's like. Well, you had a crooked tooth and your hair was dark. And it's like, it's called braces and some dye. 
My daughter had three eyes. But the thing is, huge though, horn in her head. Casting you know wise, casting wise, she looked like she could be his daughter. So that's why I'm like, he's not that dumb. She did kind of favor him. Yeah. Like they totally looked like they could be father daughter for yeah. sure. For sure. Oh, and then so then he's like, oh my god, my daughter. No, he just he runs out of the room, and so she's like. Well, I guess I'll be going. Uh, it was nice meeting you. Awkward. <laughs> but he, but, Sorry, guys. But he ran back. But he runs back in. He could have told them he was leaving to get something. But he came back and he had a bunch of letters and piles of journals that he wrote about her. See, I would love to read those journals. Because I wonder if he talks about his dark period and we get to the bottom of what he did. And then we do like a Fought time. The evil dead. Then we do a time jump, and she and Jackson were together. Everybody was together, and then they did like this whole view of different. Oh, because she was going on assignment to Morocco, and she asked before, and Jackson, she's like, "Well, if you could leave this town, where would you go?" And then Jackson's like, "Well, I would go wherever you go." Mm. So it showed like all these different places that they had traveled to. So she got Jackson out of the town and left him in Morocco. Right. And, That's a whole other. and she's given the secret ingredient. Yeah. Oh yeah. She gets that. Yeah. And that was it. That's going to be a windfall. I know someday, you know, whenever dies and she's like, okay, I'm going to make this public. There should have been a twist that she was just pretending to be his daughter so she could get that special ingredient. That's lifetime. That would have been awesome. Yep. That's that's lifetime. And then she's your daughter. Get, she would have killed everybody except for Jennifer or Mary Margaret. And then at the end, she would show up in Morocco with Hi, you're expecting a nanny? I'm Elizabeth. And then it Yeah, I know. I don't think she could kill Jennifer. Jennifer is very aggressive. I think she but, could even fight off people. But even though this movie had a lot of holes, I actually still like it. Take it easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I liked it. I enjoyed it, too. It too. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was going to hate it. it on, so Les and I, no. we, were, or we were trying to figure out what movie to watch, and Kurt had suggested this because he wanted, he was excited that Bruce Campbell was in it. I, I, I suggested we do it because it's like we never watch what kurt wants to watch so let's let him pick one <laughs> but i i was secretly dreading it and i thought it was I gonna was be too. terrible and i was like this is actually pretty good i was Sick. i was dreading it too and i was like oh i actually liked it <laughs> well i don't suggest anything usually and i was i got very excited because bruce campbell somebody i yeah. like was in in, in one I of those movies I had, I had no idea who bruce campbell was but i like but i liked him and i thought he was good in this movie I liked he, him in the movie. Yeah, his accent was not. It, it wasn't. I mean, if you kind of really listen for it, his accent wasn't always there. I, uh, I but thought he's he, a sexy he older gentleman. Good. I thought he's kind of sexy yeah. in a weird sort of a way. I thought he did a good job. Yeah. No, I liked it. Yeah. And then, like I said, I like the fact that we didn't Rupert. have our our cookie cutter st- hero and heroine. Like I liked that. Mm-hmm. You know. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah my, I, my, my biggest gripe with this movie is that Hallmark is so 
heck, but I won't even use, I won't say a whole So heck bent on having a romance be at the center of the movie, even if it's not really a romance. And it just, it felt forced to me in this movie. Whereas like that, um, three wise men and a baby that we watched last time, that wasn't about a romantic relationship either. And like there were romances that were kind of thrown at the end, but like the, the central story wasn't altered by that. And I feel like this one cramming it in there felt disingenuous. Right. Okay. No, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And it was quick. There was no there was no buildup because even when they were supposed to be bantering, it wasn't even like banter, really. Yeah. And it was pretty foreign in the movie when they met. Yeah. Yeah. But he was cute though. Yes. Um Yes, I thought it was good. Yeah. Enjoy it, this movie. We've seen worse. <laughs> we've seen it was- a- We've seen a lot worse. Pretty good. I wonder if Bruce Campbell will be in um, more Hallmark movies. Maybe he's one of... Well, like I said, they're getting a whole new... They're building a whole new crop of stars. So maybe he's going to be one of their go-to. He could do Lifetime movies. He could. He could, he could do anything. Um, but yeah, I do like, though, how, like... Like they announced that the there's going to be three more Wedding Veil movies, so I guess that's going to be their signature thing now. Yeah, I was humiliated. I think I told this a friend of the family. I told her about this podcast. She said, "Did you watch those Wedding Veil movies?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "You're real romantic, huh?" Oh, humi- humiliated. Why is that humiliating? Why is that humiliating? That, that's oh a good God. thing for wh- whether or not you are romantic. It's, it's it's an interesting, good quality for people to think about you. Right. That's not a bad thing. I blushed. Oh, is that why? <laughs> yeah, I blushed. That's, um, Kurt, that's not a bad thing. No, I guess it's okay. <laughs> it was just a weird road to go down. And, and then, yeah, I guess Holly Robinson Pete, because she has a new movie out. So I, I guess they're, well, you know, they're building, they're building their stable of actors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I guess that's it. So if you want to find me, you can find me on my website, leskirkendallbarrett.com. Jason. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us five stars. It helps more people find the show. And uh, take the time to write a review. What you like about the show, maybe what you don't like, just let us know. Uh, yeah. You can find all of us on Instagram and Facebook at Lifetime of Hallmark Podcast. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Big Shot Jason. Kurt. I am lining up uh, performances of my show, The Jester of All Maladies. I will be in Fresno. In March of 2023, beginning of March, I'm doing three performances in the Rogue Festival. So check your local listings. And I'm at KurtFitzpatrick.com. And that's it. And speaking of performances, I it, next month in January, January 12th through 15th, I will be performing my show, The Real Black Swan, Confessions of America's First Black Drag Queen in Orlando, Florida at the Orlando Fringe Winterfest. And you can go to Orlando Fringe, either .com or .org, either or, and there's tickets available. I think that's it. So, until next time, bye.
Bye. Bye.